Welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. My name is Artem, and here is the news. 179 days less the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In his evening video address, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky said that there are enough reports in the media that in Mariupol the scenery is being prepared for a show trial of Ukrainian prisoners of war. Zelensky warned that, quote, if this despicable show trial takes place, if our people are brought into the scenery in violation of all agreements, all international rules, if there is abuse, this will be line beyond which any negotiations are impossible. Russia will cut itself off from the negotiations." Unquote. Previously, media reported that Russia plans to copy the format of the World War II Nuremberg anti-Nazi tribunal during the show trial of Ukrainian prisoners, the first stage of which will be held in Mariupol on the Azov Sea. According to the sources, they want to conduct the trial over the ideology of Nazism in Ukraine, thus trying to achieve the goal of the Nazification declared by the Russians. The so-called tribunal will be held in many locations, and Mariupol will be the first of them. Another such location, according to intelligence, may be occupied Kherson. Ukraine dismissed any allegations of being responsible for the death of Daria Dugina, daughter of Russian chauvinist and one of the ideologists of modern aggressive Russian policy Alexander Dugin, reports Radio Liberty. Dugina was killed in a car explosion in Moscow. Daria Dugina wrote for the Russian propaganda media Russia Today and Tsargrad and was one of the authors of book Z about the Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Advisor to the head of the office of the president, Mikhailo Podolyak, said that Ukraine certainly has nothing to do with this, as it is not a terrorist state. Podolyak suggested that the explosion was a sign of internal political struggle in Russia. Later, ex-Russian MP, who now resides in Ukraine and has Ukrainian citizenship, Ilya Panamaryov, said that the so-called National Republic Army was responsible for their explosion. Previously, nothing was known about this organization. The National Republican Army released a statement in which called Russian dictator Vladimir Putin a usurper of power and a war criminal. The manifesto also contains threats against Putin, Russian officials and security forces. Employees of state institutions located in the government quarter in Kyiv are recommended to work remotely from August 22nd to 26, reports Ukrainska Pravda. According to the media sources, employees of state institutions are recommended this week to show up there as little as possible. The government quarter includes buildings of the parliament, office of the president, cabinet of ministers, national bank and others. According to the General Staff of Ukraine, Russia has already lost in Ukraine 45.2 thousand personnel, over 1,900 tanks, over 4.2 thousand armored combat vehicles, over 1,000 artillery systems, 236 aircraft and almost 200 helicopters, reports Gromadske. The General Staff of Ukraine informs that the Russian forces continue to focus its efforts on establishing full control over the territories of Lugansk and Donetsk regions, reports Unian. 
They try to maintain the captured areas of Kherson and parts of Kharkiv, Zaporizhia and Mykolaiv regions, restoring the combat capability of units that have suffered losses, and preventing a possible counteroffensive of the Ukrainian troops. According to the US Institute for the Study of War, Russia won't be able to make significant territorial advances in the coming months, bearing major changes on the battlefield, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The experts point out that Russian offensive operations in eastern Ukraine have likely exhausted the limited momentum they gained at the end of July and are likely culminating. They think that Russian military has shown a continual inability to translate small tactical gains into operational successes. Russian occupational authorities also intensified filtration measures and abductions in occupied territories ahead of Ukraine's Independence Day on August 24th. Our Patreon supporters get access to a cool new series on wartime life in Ukraine. To join the club, follow the link in the description below. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine. Thank you.